Welcome to r slash am I the bad guy where OP has the sister from hell. Am I the bad guy for telling my sister that she can't be a scapegoat because she's actually a piece of garbage? I'm a 20 year old woman. I have an older sister, Jen, who's 28, and a younger sister, Chloe, who's 17. Jen made our lives a living hell. She was rude, reckless, a liar, a thief, everything. She refused to go to therapy and fought our mom every step of the way. None of us could have nice things because Jen would ruin them or the moment. She got into a screaming match with Chloe when Chloe was 11 and Jen was 22. She was just a bad person, full stop. When she was 24, she met her current boyfriend, who is a literal godsend. Jen finally went to therapy, got a degree, and has a job. She's not perfect, but I can't acknowledge the effort as much as I dislike her. Over the past few months, she's been making an effort to reconnect with the family. Chloe is full no contact, but me and my mom have been seeing her. I feel like she's been lying to her therapist because she's been told that she was the scapegoat, that I was the invisible child, and Chloe was the golden child. This couldn't be further from the truth. I'll admit, at the height of Jen's spiral, mom did assume that everything bad was caused by Jen. But that was because it had been years of the same destructive pattern of behavior. Like, yes, Jen, you're an alcoholic. Of course she's going to assume that it was you who stole her booze. Or assuming that she got fired from her job due to her attitude. Which is why she got fired from every job beforehand. Or assuming that she was being brought home by the cops because she regularly broke the law. This was never mom being malicious, but when that's what you've come to expect over nearly 10 years, you're gonna make a snap judgment. Jen and her fiancé, Luke, met with me to have coffee, and she brought this up, and I'll admit, I laughed in her face. She asked what was wrong, and I said, scapegoat, seriously? Jen, I'm glad that you're getting better, but you were a piece of garbage growing up. She got really upset, and said that she was trying to reach out. I said that I appreciated that, but she has to acknowledge how much hurt she's caused everyone. She ended up storming out and sent me a text saying that she's not going to be disrespected like that and it took her years to realize the family's dynamic. Am I the bad guy? Okay, <laughs> alright. So Jen spends her entire childhood victimizing everyone else and then when she's an adult, suddenly she's the victim. I'm on your side, OP. Part of growing means taking accountability for your actions, and clearly your sister's not doing that. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys, and I'm giving Jen 2 out of 5 bad guys. Am I the bad guy for not removing the Disney items from my house? I'm a 35-year-old woman, and my husband is 38. He and I are what you would call Disney adults. We used to work for the parks in college, and we met there. For us, Disney has sentimental value as well, because it was something that we both loved from childhood. Now, we're conscious not to be those Disney adults. We can hold conversations without talking about the movies or the parks. We both work well-paying jobs that have nothing to do with Disney. We have other hobbies and interests. Our son isn't big on Disney, and we're cool with that. It's just something that we enjoy, as do our daughters. We nurture all of our children's hobbies and interests. We also don't blow all of our money on Disney stuff. I know that I may sound overly defensive, but we get a lot of comments from people who don't know us well. Anyway, we live in a renovated farmhouse on a bit of land that includes a barn that we finished off with the hopes of making it a guest house one day. Recently, we let a relative get married here, and it was gorgeous. 
Now, my sister, who's 28, wants to get married on our property, and we're all for it. Everything's been planned for months, and the wedding is in June. It's set to be outside completely, but if it rains, we can move the party to the barn. The only reason a guest would have to go into our house is to use the bathroom. We have two bathrooms on the first floor. The only Disney items in the bathrooms are Winnie the Pooh hand towels. I told my sister I'd replace the hand towels with regular ones. The wedding space has no Disney items. However, my sister wants me to take down every single Disney item on the first floor of my home because guests will see. We have a lot of Disney items. Pictures, paintings, blankets, Funko Pops, decorations, figurines, dishware, etc. These are all made for adults, so they're all subtle or vintage, but you can tell that it's still Disney. So, first of all, this would be a massive undertaking. It's not as simple as shoving stuff in the closet. We'd have to pack it up and find a place to store it all. The sheer amount of stuff would require at least two hours of packing. Not to mention storage and unpacking. And two, it's ridiculous to me. Who cares if people see? My sister says that it looks tacky and she doesn't want people to remember her wedding for that. I told her no. We're decorating the outside in the barn the way that she wants. We're letting her use our property for free. And she keeps bragging to her friends about how it's saving them a ton. When my husband and I stood firm, she whined to our parents who told us to grow up and take it down. Oh, this is super, super simple, OP. If your sister doesn't want a venue that's associated with Disney, then she can take out her credit card and book a venue somewhere else. Just because you're gifting your property for her wedding doesn't mean that she has complete control over your home, your living space. Also, why cause all this drama and conflict and instead just take some of the money that she would have spent on the venue and buy porta-potties? I know people don't typically think that porta-potties are like nice and pleasant and worthy of being in a wedding, but you can rent really nice porta-potties now. They're called Luxury Lou's. I'll have my editor throw up a picture on the screen. They're super, super pretty and not very expensive, so there's no reason for your sister to get all uptight about it. OP, I think you should stand your ground, talk to your sister, and tell her to let it go. Let it go! <laughs> Anyways, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys, and I'm giving your sister 1.5 out of 5 bad guys for her entitlement. Also, does anyone kind of feel like Disney adults are the new furries? You know, like 10 or 20 years ago, furries were the group that everyone just hated on the internet for no real reason. And now it's Disney adults. People just trash on Disney adults because that's just the group that everyone's trashing on nowadays. And I don't know, it feels kind of unearned. Furries and Disney adults both, they get kind of a bad rap in my opinion. Am I the bad guy for selling my daughter's car? I'm a 56-year-old man, and I have a 28-year-old son and a 22-year-old daughter. I love both of my kids equally. However, they're different individuals with different lives, so I help them based on their needs. My son did not do well in high school. Then, he went to community college and decided that it wasn't for him after one semester, and then went to trade schools and eventually settled on HVAC. He has issues sticking to things, so as a reward, when he became certified in HVAC, I bought him a brand new truck as a gift. My daughter got into a good college out of state and was always more academically minded. When she was about to finish high school, it came as a surprise to me that she had taken it for granted that I would also get her a new car even though I never said that. I explained that there would be no need for a college girl in a big city to have a car. She then asked if I could help pay tuition, but I didn't pay for trade school either, so I declined. 
Eventually, she seemed down about it, so I offered to buy a used car in my name, and she could use it for a while until I decided to sell it, but she would have to maintain it. She seemed really happy with that, so we got her an old 99 BMW for really cheap. The body was in good condition, but the engine and transmission needed work, and it needed painting. She did the essential fixes first, but then slowly did unnecessary ones even though I never asked for that, and repainted most of the car and had the interior detailed. When she came back for a visit this week after finishing her finals, I decided it was time to sell the car and listed it. She seemed upset with me, even though we had agreed to it and I never asked her to repaint the car. She said she thought that I was going to sell it much later, like after it had been all rusted or something. I offered to pay her back for half of the paintwork. Am I the bad guy here? OP, let's be super, super clear. You're not helping your kids based on need. You're showing blatant favoritism. Essentially, you're rewarding failure and punishing success. It's so weird to me that you didn't offer to help with tuition. That would have been the logical, kind, and loving thing to do, but I guess you're none of those. OP, I'm giving your daughter 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving you 2 out of 5 bad guys. Am I the bad guy for not watching kids at a cookout and leaving them unsupervised? I'm a 27-year-old guy, and I was at a backyard cookout with some friends and coworkers. So the ages were like late 20s to early 40s. It was a family-friendly event, so people brought their kids. The kids were playing in the yard while most of the adults hung out on the backyard deck. And, like always, the parents saw other adults in the area and decided to just walk away and go inside. I don't know why this is a thing that a lot of parents tend to do. Parents, why do you just walk away at outings and expect other people to watch your kids? I don't get it. It was nearing the end of the night, so some people were gone. It was also getting dark and colder, so people were inside. The kids were still running around and playing outside, so I decided to go home. I went inside and said goodbye to the host. Then I got to my car out front and I was on the phone for a minute, and someone angrily walked up to me and asked me why I left the backyard. They said that since I was back there, they were counting on me to watch their kids. Note that nobody ever said anything to me about watching their kids. This person just went inside and said nothing. Yeah, I was on the deck, but at no point during the night was I ever paying attention to the kids. Now, nothing dangerous happened to the kids. The parent just saw me walking to my car and freaked out. I told her that it's not my job to watch your kids, but I probably would have stuck around if I was asked. But I wasn't asked. I was just sitting on the deck drinking beer and minding my own business. I had already been going back and forth from outside to inside to socialize the whole night like everyone else. I'm not sure why I was the one who was singled out. There were times when another person happened to be outside and I was inside. Did they assume that we were taking shifts? I don't get the mentality of parents, but maybe I am the bad guy here. What? OP, how can you possibly think that you're the bad guy here? Are you some kind of psychic free babysitter? Because if you're not any of those things, then you're not the bad guy. First, easy, it's not your responsibility. Second, you weren't even aware that it was supposed to be your responsibility in crazy entitled person land. So OP, you get zero out of five bad guys. The entitled parent gets two out of five bad guys. Am I the bad guy for blowing up at my mom when she said the reason I turned out so good is because she sent me to rehab for weed at the age of 13? I'm a 20-year-old guy, and I'll admit, I was an awful tween. I got into a lot of fights with my parents, my grades were garbage, and I was generally just a prick. 
When I was 13, some friends and I shared a joint that one of them had gotten from their sister. It had just been made legal in our state at the time. My parents found out, and they went nuts! Now, I understand that weed isn't for 13-year-olds, but they took it way too far. I spent the next three months in an expensive rehab facility for troubled teens. I was by far the youngest and the smallest, because most of these guys were like 16 to 18. And they weren't there for weed. Most of them did hard drugs and had mental issues on top of that. My roommate was a 17-year-old who was detoxing from meth and pills, who also had unmedicated bipolar disorder. On some nights, he would just stare at me and not sleep. We were in our rooms 18 hours a day. Everything else was eating or stupid arts and crafts. It was hell, but it worked. I was too terrified to have friends, much less do drugs. I wanted to go no contact with my family at 18, but my therapist encouraged me to repair our relationship. We have a rocky relationship, which is why I moved out, but we've been working on healing and it's been cordial. I was over there for Easter with the whole family and my mom congratulated me. She said that she was so thankful that she had sent me to get help as a kid. Otherwise, I'd just be some junkie and that now I'm a perfectly functioning member of society. I lost it, called her several things, including the C word, and left. My 18-year-old sister said that while she agrees, I'm just hurting myself by holding on to so much anger over what happened. Oh man, I love this comment from Cotton Dragons. Not the bad guy. You weren't holding on to your anger, you were finally expressing it. I don't know how your sister and your therapist can think that you can heal if your mother, who did all this to you, has no idea of the damage she caused. It's time for a real talk, and good luck on your journey. Yeah, I agree with that pretty strongly. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys OP. Also, I'm not really sure how to grade the, the mom in this story. Somewhere between like 1 and 3.5 out of 5 bad guys, depending how much she was aware of what she was doing to you. Fundamentally, it is the parent's responsibility to make sure their kid is going to like a reputable and safe space. However, I have heard lots and lots of stories of troubled teen facilities just straight up lying to the parents all the time. Lying non-stop. So, I don't know. As for the mom's butthole score, it's, it's somewhere between like 1 and 3.5. Am I the bad guy for dropping a child off because I was lied to about my pay? I'm a 21-year-old woman, and I work as a babysitter slash nanny while I finish my credits for my early child education. I'm very well known in my area, and I'm professional, and I have different ads for myself. I get multiple jobs a week. I don't normally babysit for this family, but I agreed to it a few days ago. This child was 4 years old, and with that age, I usually charge 15 bucks an hour, or 200 bucks a day. For this particular family, I agreed to do it for 150 bucks a day. For context, the person I was working for is my relative. Two hours in, my relative told me that she could only pay me like $50 to $80, and she hoped that I understood. I told her that I didn't understand because I told her my price up front already and that I even lowered my rate for her. That this is what I live off of. That I missed out on another opportunity that would have paid way more, so I can't have her lowball me even more. She began ignoring me, so I told her if she continued, I would drop her off at another relative's house. She continued to ignore me, so I dropped her off at this relative's sister's house, who agreed to watch her. 
Within a few minutes, I got a text saying how unprofessional I was, how dare I do that, and that she's family and I was being extremely selfish. But this is how I make money for a living, and I gave her multiple warnings and we agreed on a price beforehand. Yeah, OP, how dare you not allow yourself to be scammed, you monster? What kind of selfish person doesn't fall for a scam? OP, you get 0 out of 5 bad guys. The scammer gets 2 out of 5 bad guys. That was r slash MIDA, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.